0: i just say that it's been a long day, definitely, but I am more than happy and glad to be here with you all. I see Will. I am big shout out to my brother from another mother telling me safe travels, indeed safe travels, man. Uh, just pulled up, got in, dropped the bags, came downstairs, didn't even put nothing up. So big shout out to Will for that. I really do appreciate it as well as Mary Beanie up in the chat. Everybody else up in the chat coming through. Uh, let's just go ahead and... Just, you know, I watched a bit of qualifying uh, the parts I didn't snooze on. Did pretty much realize it was a slip and slide fest. But I talked to you all last night. I talked to you all last night and I said something. I said, Logan Sargent is going to be okay. You know, maybe Williams has more tolerance for Logan given he doesn't start going on a Mick Schumacher tear, right? Pretty much collisions, incidences, wrecking the car, which in a cost cap era era is not very efficient. And what does he do today? It's not to say nobody else did it, because we know several other drivers damaged their cars, K-Mag, Nico, Charles, which we'll get on that. Charles, I... I, (laughs) It almost was like Charles was looking for a wall to run into, but we'll get to that. But Logan Sargent tears the car up. Meanwhile, Albon, big shout out to Albon, Albon going out there and like really making shit happen. Albon went out there and really made something happen, y'all. I was very pleased. Uh, why is Mary Beanie's message being deleted? No, nah, Mary Beanie. Okay. She's all right. Keep uh, she her message. is All right, bro. She can keep that up there. That's that's cool. We don't want to go too far, but I think what she said that's that's in the lines. That's all right. We can we can we can let that ride for sure. You know. Plus, you family member. Not to say there's double standards, but you know what she said wasn't really wasn't really all that bad. I'm very okay with her putting that up there. Uh, But anything else where we go like personal attacks, uh, calling women the B word, using the N word, certainly racial epithets, homophobic speech, and slurs, those are things we really want to go ahead and delete. The other things I'm pretty sure we're safe on, YouTube hasn't really been tripping about that. And plus, if it's not directed anybody, I think we're okay. So, yeah, like that was that was cool. But I can understand if some people, and let's talk about this. Look, I I said, I said this. If Williams find themselves in a place where they start believing that they have developed a car, especially, right, if you have two drivers, right, you got Albon on this side, you got Sergeant on this side. Albon literally came very close in the final minutes of qualifying. Q3, seconds left on the clock. Of a P3 position, A. Williams, this is far different than what we saw in Q1 or Q2. Like, we know they they can flirt with the timesheets. They can flirt with positions Q1, Q2. More dominant teams are still trying to get their setups together. They're dialing things in different. Lower back market teams have an opportunity because times that are being set to pop at the top and show have little cameos. But when you pop at the top in those final seconds of a Q3 run— Everybody is pushing. Everybody's pushing. And I cannot lie to you one bit. When I saw Alba pop to P3, that was a smile on me. (laughs) I told you all. I'm going to celebrate if Williams one day makes a podium. I'm going to celebrate like nobody's business. I'm going crazy right here on this show, in this spot, for real. But, yeah. And, oh, big shout-out to the f2 drivers ralph kush an incident as you see right here below don't forget purple sectors merch all right because believe that right here below an incident where the halo once again rises to the occasion saving lives and it is very fortunate that both these drivers get to walk away from this situation it could have been very catastrophic Could have been deadly. These drivers take a chance every time they line up, every time they push themselves to the limits. They push this machine to the limits and situations like this will forever happen. Of course, we hope less than more. But in the event that it does, much like here that you're seeing, at least we can say safety devices that have been developed are actually working and the halo is one of the devices that have one the most hate especially from engineers as far as his aerodynamic deficiencies has proved itself time and time again that it is worth its weight and whatever type of precious metal that we have not found in the entire universe we've seen it so big shout out glad those drivers are okay but Logan Sargent you might not be okay you might not be okay bro there are some things that, that might be happening with you if, if Albon keeps showing Williams that this is what we can do if you have another solid driver in the other car. I'm doing this. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And, that, and it's not so much that Albon's going to ask that because Albon right now is sitting in the Catbird seat. He is clearly the number one driver at Williams. He is clearly going to be the driver that is favored in the room when they sit down and have these meetings. He is clearly the driver that if they come with updates, they're going to go ahead. If they don't have the opportunity or the money to do both cars, Albon is going to get the updates. Why? Because Albon has shown time and time again that he will give you more for your book. Logan Sargent has showed them that he may indeed be a Mick Schumacher in the making. And all while, he will have less, less leniency because let's just be for real. Mick was not in a very productive situation at Haas. Williams has James Viles, which is a Mercedes, Mercedes groom-picked fruit over at Williams. I think the environment over there is very positive for the drivers. Mick didn't have that at Haas. Mick was in a constant toxic situation. You had Nikita Mazepin. You had his you had his dad. You know, you, you got them going all crazy about switch cars because you tripping on my son. I'll pull my funding from your team. You done in Russian colors. It was a very toxic. That was a situation. That was like. Hollywood Housewives of Hollywood going on over there. Like reality TV that nobody really wanted to see. That was not that's not what Logan has going on. Logan, on these breaks, bro, you better spend more time in the simulator and less time going out chilling because you come back from a break and Lim Lawson has a reason to do what he did. You got less of a reason to keep doing what you doing on track, bro. Will that's your rookie, bro. That's your rookie, Will. Get your boy. Get your boy. Now I understand. I know Piastri had his situation the other day, but where my where my rookie at right now? When the, would it the count? Where the rookie at right now? So yeah, I, I'm disappointed right now. And I saw a post today. Logan Sargent, the most recent, are the only or one of few American drivers to finish top ten. Oh okay, all right. I, I'll play your little silly game. I'll play your silly game. Yes. Logan Sargent, while many will say, Jay, you talking bad about Logan, but he finished top 10. Albon finished fourth, for one. Next, Logan Sargent finished top 10, not on track. He wrecked the car. It does matter how you finish in that fashion, but the position is the position. But it cost him. Albon, fourth, no fixing of the car. Logan Sargent, 10th, we got to spend money on this car. And we're very fortunate that Stroll, that Hamilton, that even Yuki could not gather themselves up and pull up a better position. <laughs> yeah, Logan Sargent. He already said he knows he's, he's, on, he's on watch. You are, bro. And that today didn't really help your case. I, I know you got the P10, but I'm probably pretty sure they're still like, is this guy really what we want? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. I don't, I don't know We've, we'll have to give him some time. I'm all about giving people time to prove themselves as his first season. Let's see what happens next. But evidently AlphaTauri didn't feel the same about Nick DeVries. And now Liam Lawson is in the seat, which I would say about damn time. About damn time. Like Liam Lawson, like how many times have we thought Liam Lawson was going to get an opportunity to legitimately get in the seat and he didn't. They just called driver after driver to get in and he didn't get the opportunity. Now he has the opportunity, what does he do when he gets on track? He spins the car. I'm not tripping about that. I'm I you get no no flack from me about that, bro. You just got on the track and it's very tricky conditions. It's been challenging. Even Max was in kitty litter corner. You think I'm a trip on Liam Lawson playing with house money because he comes off track, spins the car while he's trying to push. Bro don't have that long to learn. He's coming in right in the midst of BS. Nobody's got expectations for him, which they shouldn't. They should let him be free. Don't stress him. I'm not tripping about him trying to find his limits or making a mistake. Not at all. Am I going to diss Lim Lawson because he finished P20? Not at all. No. He just got out there. After the summer break, Lim, run it up if you can. Now, will he be able to do something like Nick DeVries did racing for Williams? No. Should we expect that? No. But i tell you this. I will say this. I'm giving Lim Lawson as much time as he need in this season. I don't know if Red Bull is going to do that for him. I don't know what the timeline is for Danny Rick to return to the team. Given he has a break, he's going to go undergo surgery. We know that they're going to get him the best surgeons or the best care and try to expedite his recovery as much as possible. We saw what happened with Lance Stroll when he went on a bike and had a biking accident and jacked up his wrist and had surgery. He came back for the first race in the season, which we thought all was too soon. And I think it showed, due to muscular fatigue, watching the T-cam, that indeed that was happening. We all, we A lot of us felt that was a safety risk. Danny Rick may do the same, make the same mistake he made already, which was coming back too soon. Again, while still trying to be under pressure of proving himself. Why? Because we talked about this before. We talked about this before. We talked about what was at stake. What was Danny Rick risking? What he had to gain by coming back too early. And I felt he had more to lose the risk was not greater than the reward. The risk to me was bigger. It was greater. And all this hype and talk from Christian from helmet. Yeah. Danny Rick. He gunning for Perez. And see where, how, in what universe in an alternate universe. Are we talking about MCU universe, Danny Rick's not challenging Perez for squat. And now You under pressure, bro. You under pressure. Because now you came back two races in. You're at your third race, I believe. And you're not finishing. You're broken. And you need to get fixed. You should have stayed on your original timeline of your return. I don't even think you were completely, fully hearted when you returned. I just think you were sitting at home. You were tired of being called for PR, maybe tired of being in the sim. Then you went to being on pit wall. You sat there, you watched your contemporaries all out on track. You missed the feeling of being out on track, but you forgot why you weren't on track. Because you weren't competitive or because, like Christian said, you were learning a lot of bad habits and you needed to unlearn those bad habits. You didn't give yourself the time needed to do any of that. Mary Beanie, what the fuck? Lewis gets impeded. No investigation. But Maxi Pad gets impeded. It gets investigated. Derek work again, with the favoritism, is language okay. Yes, your language is okay, Mary Beanie. And that is a problem. This dude has been a situation, period. Well, I, I Sometimes the favoritism or the double standards are ultimately ridiculous that we see. They are Mary Beanie that those, the, what you just said p- perfectly fine, perfectly inbounds and damn sure. Fucking right. Like, come on. How often we going to keep seeing these shenanigans. So yeah, Danny Rick, you got to, you got a lot to think about and Liam just run it up, bro. Congratulations. You finally got your opportunity I don't know how much is going to come of this opportunity. Red Bull are very funny about situations. It seems that they don't care about learning curves and the real opportunity for a driver to just come along. If you don't hit the ground jogging to running, they're trying to cut you. Nick DeVries came in, stumbled, fell, got up, walked, fell on his face again. He's out of here. But I will say this. I'm... Glad Liam got the opportunity, but AlphaTauri, no, not Alfatari, Red Bull, you look stupid right now. You look stupid. You didn't get anything better out of Danny Rick that you could have probably got out of Nick DeVries with some time, patience, and understanding for him to come around the corner and learn. You're not really gaining anything. Danny Rick didn't get you any points while you were here, while he was in that seat. Nothing. That's probably the same thing Nick DeVries may have gotten you. Maybe by this time, he could have probably got you some points. Maybe. I'm just saying maybe. And I know maybe is pushing it, baby. But I'm just saying maybe. But I know if he didn't, Danny Rick didn't. So what were you really losing? And now Danny Rick's wrist is broke. Nowhere around. I don't even know if maybe that happens with Nick DeVries in the seat. Just to be fair, I'm not even sure that happens with Nick DeVries in the seat. I know Nick DeVries wasn't giving us the best showing that we assumed, but that's what we all get for assuming. You make an ass out of yourself. A lot of us assumed, including me, that Nick DeVries was going to come in the game, hit the ground running based off evidence that he laid out for us but we can look at some circumstances around that and you could debate that the circumstances led to us having the optics that he was better than he would really was cool but still he had a resume before that and it was pretty substantial mary beanie jay look at chat i can drop bombs if not i won't uh yeah i mean Mary Beanie, it's not necessarily that you can't drop F-bombs. You can drop F-bombs. That's not racist. That's not sexual. That's not homophobic. I mean, but, you know, I try to limit my F-bombs as well, and I'm sitting up here. But, you know, enjoy yourself. Go ahead and express yourself how you feel needed. It's all about just respecting other people. Big shout-out to The Mechanic for dropping Wolfpack memberships in the chat. Lewis Beer Review, you got one. By the way, anybody that gets a Wolfpack membership, please remember, somebody has taken – their opportunity and blessed you with a membership that is going to last you a month. Take over that membership so that your membership can keep continuing. I had people hit me up about, they weren't in a discord. It's because your discord your membership at YouTube will allow you to join the Discord, okay? It's not a perk that's listed in membership, it's a luxury that comes with the membership. And if the membership's not there, and also keep in mind, if you get into the Discord and you start disturbing the vibe around there, and I don't mean supporting. Ferrari, or Alpine or Red Bull I mean you come in there and you're just trolling and or doing very disruptive things using very vulgar language towards people personally I will kick you out of the discord discord is not a mandatory thing that comes with your membership so I'm not going to allow somebody to come in there and just start acting like a jackass so keep that in mind but let's get back to this so Max Verstappen <laughs> Oh, Max, 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 Max. So Max does enjoy being out front. I already talked about this last night. I'm going to not going too heavy in that. We also will say that we saw what happened when Max hits kitty little corner one, like he hit a few times, a couple times, but he hits it. And what does he do? Automatically Max starts blaming the car. What the fuck is wrong with the car, man? It slipped. Yeah, Max, everybody's doing that, bro. But I would like to know, did they change anything? If you know, hey, feel free to put it in the chat. Did they make any real big changes to Max's car after he spun off in the kitty little corner because he made the mistake? And what? Now it's the car's fault? That, like, Max really shows his, how they cuddle and baby him. Like, just you made a mistake, man. You made a mistake. There's nothing wrong with the car. It's the most dominant car there. You made a mistake. Am I saying they can't set the car up at its most optimal range? But even that car, outside its optimal range, is far better than any other car on the grid. Bro, you look ridiculous with all this. You didn't even need to say none of that. It wasn't the car. It's you. It's you. You made a mistake. The greats make mistakes. And you ain't even great yet. You getting there. But... This is the part of Max that is going to always dampen his his perspective or optics from other people about him being of top echelon greatness overall. People will applaud his ability. Some people will discount his ability because of how the car was developed and where it stemmed from, but still, let's not be foolish. Max is a very... Very talented and good driver. He still has things to do and people to beat or acquire these accolades to join the rest of the top Mount Rushmore, as we may call it. And he hasn't done that even yet within his own team of Red Bull. He's almost there. And then the other question is, uh, the mechanic says, just came in, Jay, but do you think it's Lewis's fault or the team's fault? That's a good question, bro. I think this is what I'm going to say. I think it's a combination of both. It's always disappointing if you see a driver like Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Charles, Perez, Alonzo, even Valtteri at this point in time, Norris. It's always a bit disappointing when you see those drivers not consistently make it in the Q3, all right, not consistently make it in the Q3, Hamilton goes out in Q2. Do I believe there were circumstances there that caused him not to make it like impeding? Yeah, I do. It's part of that. I also have watched Mercedes make constant mistakes of, of, having Lewis come in at the inopportune times and not having themselves together and then Lewis Hamilton paying for those mistakes. We've also seen that happen with other drivers on the grid. So I still say Lewis had as much opportunity as anybody else, and I think this is just something that happens. I also am not going to... Harp too much on it because we already still know Mercedes is still trying to develop this car to a degree because I'm pretty sure their focus is now on 2024. So they're going to try to extrapolate as much as they can out of this car. But I'm going to put more of that on Mercedes than I am on Lewis. I'll put more of that on Mercedes because it's not like I saw Lewis making a bunch of mistakes. Like how many of you all saw Lewis in Kitty Little Corner this weekend? How many of you all saw Lewis spin out this weekend? Now he might've had a Twitch or so, but I don't recall him doing any of that. If I fell asleep doing one part, feel free to put it in the chat and let me know when Lewis spun out, uh, was in kitty litter, or he ran into a wall. Cause I don't recall any of that. I don't recall seeing any of that. So there may have been even other drivers that in because I, I realized when I watched again, I saw Ocon in the wall. So yeah. I'm gonna put more of that on, on that situation. So that's what I would say about that. But Max is Max is Max. Let's go ahead and continue on down and talk about Ferrari. I'm just I'm so I'm so through. It's got to be very emotional draining and, and mentally damaging to be a Ferrari fan right now. Okay, Ferrari sixth and ninth. I swear to you, I swear to you, why did it seem like Charles was just looking for a wall to crash into? We saw Charles several times off track, several times. He almost completely ruined the front end, the nose of this car. And finally, Charles accomplished what he was working for this entire weekend up until this Saturday. He finally completely wrecked this car. This has been an image that we have seen already too many times this season. The mechanic at this point, I won't sleep on Merck, but we'll take a long ass nap on him until next year. The mechanic clowning. Yeah, I can't blame you on that, bro. I can't blame you at all. That's a very good way to put it. But Charles, last season I said it was more Ferrari than it was Charles. This season, right here at this point, it's more Charles than it is Ferrari. And I understand going into Q2, Charles came back and he was over the radio like, we got to get all this together, but It's not anything that you don't know. And I think a lot of us can pretty much say, Charles, you seem to be, you must have been the type of kid who may have burned your finger or put your finger in a fan and bow, got it nipped. And then instead of learning, you know what? Don't put my finger past that guard. Or you know what? Don't touch that after it just finished being ruby red hot you wanted to see how close you could then get before it hit you or it burned you again. You know the car is not right. Charles, you know the car is not ready. You know Ferrari is in peril. You know all of this, but yet you still choose to conduct yourself in a manner in which makes no damn sense. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing Thing, okay? Do you hear me, Charles? The definition of insanity is doing the same damn thing over and over and over again, and somehow in your brain, you expect a different result. Ferrari is not right. The car has not been right. Yet, Charles, you still choose to push the car like you got one of the best machines under you. You don't. What you have is one of the most historical best names under you and on your uniform, but you don't really have that once you open the locker. It's empty, Charles. Stop making these mistakes, bro. At this point in time in the season, it's you. It's you. OG Zilla, the Crash, only seed he is on to be is in the lawn chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. You talking about that one? <laughs> you talking about that lawn chair, bro? Oh, I got that. That's where you going to be, Charles. That's where you going to end up being. You might end up having one of those orange suits on. Nah, let me stop. I ain't going to do Charles like that. He's still, still a good drop, but Charles, bro, you doing damage to yourself. You're doing damage to yourself in your season. And on top of that, mental and emotional damage probably too. Bro, that's the safest place for you to be. And that's unfortunate. Sitting in that chair watching the GP. And Ferrari, on behalf of Charles, I'm going to tell you, y'all stink. Ferrari stinks. Your fans are hurting. You should be arrested. Ferrari should be indicted. They should be arrested like Trump's ass and his crew, and they should be all sent up to be sent by the jury and the judge to be prosecuted for mental and emotional anguish of the fans because you are taking them on a ride. Ferrari fans have to be like, oh, my gosh. And some of them are like, that's what Ferrari does. <laughs> that's, that's, this, is, this is happening all too many times. Like, this is crazy. You look totally idiotic. It looks ridiculous. People think about Formula One, and I know Mercedes is shit hot, but I'm pretty sure when people think about Formula One, they think about that red car, Ferrari. And if they watch Formula One, actually watch it, they're gonna be like, "This the, the, the is is this the it's Fiat maybe just the Fiat division? It's not really Ferrari, is it? Not, not really. They just put the the horse on there, right? Just a prance horse, but it's really a Fiat, correct? No, no, it's a Ferrari. This is what they do in Formula One. Yeah, that's what they do in Formula One. Well, shit, I thought this was the most elite motorsport in the world. Yeah, it is. But did Ferrari doing this shit? Yep, that's right. The mechanic popping up again. Wolfpack membership. There we go right there. Mabuza got his Wolfpack membership. And also, let me make note of that. See, because I'm making note for reason. Let me make notes for that real quick. There we go. The mechanic. Don't forget, we also have a new VIP member to announce tomorrow for Finale Lap post-race highlight live review. Let me make note for that shop mechanic for that boom yeah all right so we we're we're going to see what ferrari is going to do uh we we're gonna have our brother thanos back on nobody talks about ferrari as good as he does we're gonna have him back on we're gonna have this ferrari conversation unfortunately we we still have to have this all right so let's look at let's look at something else real quick let's go over something else let's just go ahead and let those slides go Let's check this out because this is something else that I want to look into. All right. This is something else about Ferrari. I want you to check this out. This right here. Trap speeds. Sector one, Sains, 291 kilometers an hour. Sector two, Sains and Leclerc, 282 kilometers an hour. Big shout out, OG Zilla. Just dropped 10 Wolfpack memberships in the chat. Who's got them? We got Richard Fanny. We got Michael Davis. We got Charles Darko. We got Concierge0101. Let's 430 dropping one in there too. We got Lenny Hando. We got Nikki. We got Rockus. Big shout out, fam. Rockus been around for a while. We got Michael. We got Ollie Man. We got Nindus. We got Karis Gold. Big shout out to all. Of those that just got blessed, Wolfpack memberships, we will have a new members post that will post on the channel. Welcoming you all to the big show. Wolfpack performance is the place to be. Big shout out. Thank you very much, Uno, for taking care of that. For sure. For sure. Big shout out, OG Zilla, big shout out to Mechanic, big shout out, Sylvia Wick, big shout out, Blue Diva. Big shout out to Xtrax38. Trust me. Big shout out to Lesh. 0430 let me go ahead and make note on that as well cuz I think I seen Lesh up there a few times you know what I'm saying Lesh the mechanic don't stop he fixing it up he said you know what I got to do something like like uh in players club do something to make me feel good let's say you know mechanic said I'm going I'm going to hook everybody up one of the greatest platforms in YouTube, in the Formula One atmosphere. World pack membership. Bert, you just got blessed by the mechanic. Uh, Malik, you just got blessed. Zoe, you just got blessed. Who else? Monty and Grindy, you just got blessed. Mechanic just blessing people. That's what I'm talking about. Big shout out for showing the love. Making note on that as well. Big subs to everybody. Also, remember, the mechanic, OGzilla, Lesh, they just blessed you all, okay? Go ahead. And take that membership and make sure you take control of that membership when the time comes. They've already got you in for a month. Make sure you continue that. Get into the Discord. Get into the conversation. Get access to the driver esports room so you can talk to all the drivers that race on our esports platform on the weekends where Formula One does not have a race. It's a good party in there. Good people in there. All right? All love. It doesn't matter what team of driver you support. Just come with respect because you're actually dealing with people. Okay? But right here, what we see is Saints 281, Saints and Charles tied right there in sector two. At the finish line, Leclerc 319, Saints 318, and Speed Trap Leclerc. What we are seeing is Ferrari is the fastest piece of shit on the track. All that speed and you ain't doing nothing with it. You want to see what they doing with it? Let me show you what they doing with it. They getting sixth and ninth place position to start the grid with. They getting Charles wrecking up cars. Although this season, Saints has been unfairly penalized once or so. He hasn't made the huge errors that Charles has made. Big shout out to Mary Beanie hitting somebody with a Wolfpack. Ray, you just got blessed by Mary Beanie. Big shout out to you. Big shout out. To everybody coming in here with the love. Don't forget we're gonna be here live tomorrow. So now let's get into Lewis Hamilton and the situation going on there. Now, supposedly, you know how true it is. You know rumors be out there. Lewis, I'm trying to prepare myself for when the car is ready to be able to challenge and beat Max. How many of y'all believe that? How many of y'all believe that? How many of y'all believe that that's what he's doing? I do. I do. Honestly, I do. The only problem, only problem with that is Mercedes don't seem to be preparing to do the same. Mercedes don't seem to be preparing to do the same. Lewis is going to push, but he only can he can push as far until the limit is broken and then he's going to have to back out. That's not saying that Lewis Hamilton doesn't have more to give. That's saying that the car does not have the capacity to handle what Lewis Hamilton can give the car. And that is the mistake of Mercedes. They made a shit design of a car. They got too greedy and fooled them themselves like they can do anything and it will be blessed by the Formula One gods to be the most dominant car on track with the best and most dominant driver in the history of sport, Formula One and they failed pride cometh before the fall mercedes got too prideful They didn't listen to their seven time world champion Lewis Hamilton that the direction they were going in was incorrect and they failed. They decided to continue this design and they failed. Now that they finally have admitted their failures, move personnel around and made that U-turn, there is an uphill battle and we do not know how long it is going to be or if Mercedes have the speed and the legs and the agility to catch Red Bull, be competitive and pass them so that Lewis Hamilton can indeed have the opportunity, legitimately to get his eighth world championship while Mercedes has theirs. That's what we don't know. OG Zilla. I don't think Sir Lewis ever stopped preparing. That's a fact. He's not that type of dude. He's not that type of dude. The greats don't stop preparing. You right. OG Zilla. You're exactly right. Lewis. I, I, I Okay. I'll say this after 2021. I do believe he stopped preparing because he had a lot of repair mentally and emotionally to do after what was done to him. Once he came to the decision and he arrived from that and he was able to get up from that and start mentally trying to get back into the position and the mindset of being that competitor after being shafted, he's been doing nothing but that. And that was a hard hurdle to get over. A lot of people, uh, people underestimate what it takes to make it over something like that. Lesh 430. Barely back a week and Merck stressing me. Merck want to be Ferrari Junior. <laughs> Merck want to be Ferrari Junior at times. Seems shaking my head. Hope for better tomorrow. Hey Les, you ain't lying. That's That ain't far from the truth. You are you are dead on with that. Dead on. The mechanic gifted more memberships. Who is that? David, come. Guess i blessed by the mechanic. Big shout out. I know it didn't sound right when I read it, but that's his last name. So don't blame me on that. Okay. Last name. No jokes about that either. Okay. Big shout out to mechanic Jay. We want to give memberships to Derek. Um, the funny thing about YouTube is I wish I've, trust me, I've written YouTube and I've talked to them about like, give people the opportunity to select who they would like to give a membership to. And I don't even know if they're working on it. Sometimes YouTube, is, it's like they want to be partners and then most times it seems like they don't care about being your partner. So I really have been campaigning for YouTube to give you all the ability that when you go into GIF that you can select at least somebody who's live in chat or tag somebody to get that membership outside of that. So hopefully they do change that because I've filled out several surveys. I've reached out to them. So yes, I'm Mechanic, I fully am in agreement with you on that i am and i wish it was something on my end i could do to even facilitate that but another thing that i've been talking to youtube about but trust me definitely appreciate what y'all got going on here definitely appreciate y'all blessing people and i will also when i get off here because like i said i just came straight in dropped the bass came down i'm gonna try to sit up once i get me something to eat and see if there's a way to to do that maybe i need i'm gonna do some more research on that that's what i'm gonna do So, yeah, Lewis hasn't stopped preparing post that. And when the car does get there, he'll be there. He'll be there. And whether Max is ready or not, I don't know. We already see what happens when, you know, he's sitting right there making the mistakes he's making. But that's a nice little picture right there, ain't it? One day that picture is gonna be that. It's gonna be the end of a race crossing the finish line. We'll see. But it is Red Bulls dominant era. It's their time. It was set up that way. They oh, big shout out Galactics for that. It was set up. It was set up that way. It was just definitely, if it wasn't set up, it definitely fell in their direction. It, and you know what they always say. Too much coincidence ain't coincidence at all. So. Just saying you got the only guy engineer on the grid that has a fund knowledge of ground effects. That doesn't help. Yeah, it helps. You let people negotiate their ABA punishment. Mm, yeah, that helps. Technically, they still were able to overspend. Yeah, that helps. I still have heard no report about this tax credit being received, which just offsets. You do realize that you still had to spend that money in order for a tax credit, which is kind of like. Imaginary money to offset that doesn't mean that they didn't still spend two plus million dollars, it means that they got some money back to reduce their expenditures to make it look like they didn't spend that much. But you know, hey, what do I know? Uh, Galagica says Lewis will pass Alonso to be P3 and World Driving Championship. Ferrari is going to shoot themselves in the foot again. McLaren is looking really good, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fully with that. You know, because you've been pretty good this season, bro. You've been pretty good on your on your calls. You've been pretty good on your timelines, on what you're willing to give people in order to be something good here. You've been pretty good on it. Like you said, three races. Danny Rick made it to the third race, but he ain't finish it. You said about Nick DeVries and, and Galactic, you've been on a roll, bro. I'm going to give you your credit. I got to give credit when credit's due. And you've been on a roll, and that, that right there – pretty much sums it up sums it up it really does so i'm really interested to see what's gonna happen tomorrow i'm really excited to watch the race i know a lot of people right now are not excited they got to feel like they're not motivated to watch formula one and i know why that is and it's a very legitimate reason we know there's a lot of people out there with double standards right they they didn't feel will i am my brother what's going on we having this rookie battle bro what's up with logan doing these shenanigans bro but uh What's up, Wolfpack fam? Glad you got home safely. Bro, thank you very much for the wishes. Thank you very much for the positive vibes. Got home safely. Traveling, trying to procure parts. Is, is very difficult. That's a whole nother YouTube. Yes, and people have been asking me, where is your YouTube content as far as the car build? It's on another channel, all right? It's called Harsh Times teggy. You can look it up. It's another channel. Go ahead and check it out. You can follow that channel. As a matter of fact, I will put that channel in the link in the chat so you can go ahead if you want to because i'm in the process of doing a wild body kit a lot of things going on right there so i'm going to go ahead and put the link to that channel in the chat so if you want to you can go ahead and follow that channel as well and yes all the car content is indeed over there and i'm doing a lot of things with that car this is going to be an awesome revision of what's going on with this car so yeah if you want to check that out i'm going to pin that let me see who else we got here og zilla says i'm sticking to my hot take of album going to ass and that's going to be crazy og zilla if that actually happens that's going to be crazy Who's he gonna replace? Alonzo, because I don't think Strolls Strolls uh, Lance is not going anywhere. That's a Nepo seat. Galacticus. Danny still got one GP when he is well to drop. Galacticus, bro. If you think about how Red Bull operate, do, do you even think they're gonna let Danny back in the seat if Lim Lawson? Think about this. If Lim Lawson manages to get a Yuki point, which is 10th place, one point before Danny Rick comes back. Not only is that impressive to Lim, but Red Bull do not seem like the type of outfit to say, I don't mind Shafting Danny Rick, put him back at reserve driver, put him back on pit wall. Lim Lawson just got a point. We ain't taking him out to seat. I don't think it's going to happen. If I'm telling you right now, if Lim Lawson manages to get one point. Before Danny Rick's return, they are not taking him out that seat, and if they do, it will just be one of the more continuous mistakes they've already made. They, I, I don't see them doing it, bro. Not one bit. I do not see them doing it. But if he doesn't, I think they might because I think to some degree they got some false hope that Danny Rick may be better than Perez, and a lot of other people thought that too, and I didn't. And I still don't. And I do understand. Perez. Perez, Perez, Perez. I do understand. What the hell are you doing here? What are you doing here, Perez? What are you doing in seventh? At this point in time. Now, does Perez walk up the grid and and maybe strike a podium? Yeah, he should. He should. Piastri's there too. Alonzo's there unless he falls like a rock. But I would like so much, because I hate to say I love anything that can't love me back, to see Albon get a podium. But Russell might indeed get one, too. We'll see what happens. If if the weather's like it was today, tomorrow, we could be in for quite a few DNFs, which will change up the grid and positions. You might even see Max Verstappen DNF. He might lose the car again. He lost it already today. There he goes right there. He lost it in the kitty litter today. What's to say it ain't going to happen tomorrow? It very well might happen tomorrow, and he might not be able to recover. And he's definitely going to be pushing. So like I said, Max Verstappen has yet to have a true DNF is coming. And if it doesn't, hey, all power to him and great. But usually the sport doesn't work like that. Drivers who are pushing the hardest usually at some point in time make mistakes. We've seen Lewis Hamilton do it, Schumacher do it. We've seen Max Verstappen, Seb, Alonso, you know, everybody. So, But, I mean, if he goes a whole season without a critical error in the midst of a GP, that's awesome because really that speaks to Max. Just like him coming off track today speaks to him and he tried to blame the car, if he does not make that type of error in a race, that speaks to Max Verstappen's ability to not only – make risk assessments but know when and how to push and not take unnecessary risk when you know you have the fastest car on the grid not to do that although I will say that the pit stop practice with only 10 laps left in a race was an unnecessary risk and I do wish I this is one time this is one of a few times you're going to hear me say this I do wish he had taken that and they let him come in and it would have failed because that was pride so much so that I would have enjoyed seeing that fail because that's some jackass shit. (laughs) I'm not finna risk a race because it ain't got to be the car. It also have to be me. How many times have we seen them spin a wheel nut and jack it up? Yeah, that could happen. It's happened at Red Bull. It almost happened. It happened one time to Max. And they didn't think they was going to get it, but they got it. So, yeah, I would have completely loved that. The mechanic says, nah, Danny not coming back. Cyclops Marco just finished typing Dear Danny, I regret to inform you later. (laughs) Galactica says, good point. Fire Danny just may have drove his last car. And maybe at least in Formula 1. Maybe go to Indy or something. You know, go for a triple crown, go do something like that. But we'll see. I hate to, you know, kill anybody's career, but we'll see what happens and go from there. So let me get back to this Perez point. So the gap from Perez to Max is 1.3 seconds in an RB19 that some people do not feel is the exact same as Max. And that very well may be true because we know and I'm going to say this because I get tired of people acting like every time Red Bull has the list what they do and don't do on a car. That's not true. We we've heard more than a couple of times even Formula One commentators say, even Sam may have said it, I think he said it this weekend as a matter of fact, that teams have not listed certain things on the list that they turn into the FIA as far as changes. It can happen, especially if it's not like they bring in something new. If it's just something that they've already had on the car and maybe they put it on there, it's not like they got to list this. But I'm not saying it's not the same car. I'm just saying for people to stop acting like the cars can't be different is what I'm saying. But Perez... I believe Perez is like Dak Prescott. And what I mean by Dak Prescott, if none of you all follow football, Galactics, any news on the cost cap, who you think went over? That's a big question, bro. And that is a question that we should all wonder because they've been very quiet about that. Racer X210s, hey, Jay, save me a seat at McLaren because Ferrari is a horror show. (laughs) You got it, bro. You got it. I don't want you sitting over there burning up. I don't want you sitting over there wasting your life in Ferrari. I got it. You got it. You got it. Because McLaren doing good right now. They coming up. I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to wait until tomorrow's race to kind of rant about McLaren. But they coming up. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. But right now they coming up. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Perez, what the is up with this? WTF, bro? 1.3 seconds. It's not really becoming, I could say that. Definitely some things that to be questioned there. But we saw Christian give him his credit and then gave him backhanded compliments like Christian does, you know. But what I was saying about the Dak Prescott dynamic is Dak has like these amazing fourth quarters, right? He throws like 300 yards and we just boom, boom. But yeah, we had to do all that because Dak put us there. He had horrible game play in the first two, three quarters, and now he's coming out swinging like Babe Ruth in the final ending, trying to knock all these home runs and racking up these yards and garbage time and empty calories, and it looks great on the stat sheet until you watch the real game and see where and when it happened. That's Perez. Perez, like, sacks off qualifying and then makes all these overtakes and gets up there, and we're like, oh, but that's what I'm starting to see about Perez. I need Perez to consistently do well. And I'm being honest, it might very well still be Red Bull. Perez might need to go somewhere else to do well. But is he going to be with a championship team? I don't know. And yo, I can't remember who said it. I think it might have been Mary Beanie who said it. I could picture Perez at Mercedes. That was a very good solid one. That might have been Mary Beanie or that might have been Alex. Might have somebody said it, but I could that would be a crazy situation. Like think about that. Will says Logan Q3 for the first time. I know. And he and, and and come on, Will. Q3 for the first time, and he went out in bad fashion. That's my Sarge. <laughs> he bent it to the start of Q3 because he went full American guns blazing. I think a bald eagle flew over Zanford at the same time. Go big or go home. He went big into the wall and sent the car back to the garage. But big facts, made it into Q3. Big salute for that. P10, let's see what he makes of that. But yeah, you're probably right. All that probably did have to happen in order for Logan Sargent to make it in the Q3. And I mean a bald eagle with like a seven-foot wingspan, the most pristine feathers. Almost when he, when he, fire comes out his nose and his mouth, like, oh, my gosh. All of that had to happen. And then when he pooped and shit, it wasn't like bird shit. It was American flags fluttering out of the sky. And Logan Sargent making it in to P10, that's my guy. (laughs) All that probably did have to happen for Logan Sargent to make it into P10, bro. But I gotta give my bro his respect. I gotta give my bro his props because he's been really suffering with Logan Sargent. He been suffering. Right now I'm right now I'm kicking my bro's ass with with Oscar with Pia. Pia. And Pia Pia right now is P8. But we're going to see what happens tomorrow if he can walk, do the grid walk and walk it on up. But big shout out to my brother, Will, uh, brother from Another Mother, man. Love you. Appreciate you much, man. I, I was excited for you today. When I, I was listening and watching, when I was checking out the hotel, I was like, damn, he got him one. <laughs> uh, Galactic's Logan saw a squirrel, then crashed. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that one dog. You ain't lying about that. Logan. Oh, Logan. You're so funny, buddy. He is funny. So we're going to see what happens tomorrow. We got the race. Don't forget the link will be up soon for finale lap. I'll get that posted. We're going to be here live tomorrow for the GP for post race highlights, talking about everything, giving my opinion and hearing you all's opinion. Don't forget. Also, we got a new VIP member that we will announce tomorrow. Somebody is going to be congratulated with this box. I want you to be here to congratulate them because I will ask them to do the same for you when your time comes. So be here to see who that is. And yes, we are deep in the race season. So let's see where we go from here. And next thing you know, Will I Am dropping 10 Wolfpack memberships? Let's see who we got. Let's see who we got. We got only true David Band Tamara Andy David Chen swag yola i like that name super 23 23 z-force yo i like that z-force that's like deadpool that's a looking good name i like that z-force and a-u-z i appreciate that man. we'll dropping them in there will i am dropping them in there bro we'll dropping them things in there that's what i'm talking about goodness gracious Dropping them, dropping them bombs, and blessing people with Whoop Pack memberships—it's an awesome thing. It's an awesome thing to be part of such a great community, such a great community. Y'all better get in where y'all fit in and stop playing around. All right, you all. I'm about to go ahead and unpack somewhat. You know, I still have a McLaren bag when I was in Coda last year that I didn't unpack. Maybe I unpack that on a live and see what's in it. No matter how embarrassing some of those things may be, I'm just gonna push shit out of the bag and see what's in it. Cause I have not unpacked that bag. It's literally still as McLaren with my VIP thing on and all this other stuff, I should unpack that. But I've been so busy with content, so busy with this car build, it just sits there, I walk by it every damn day. So we'll see what happens, maybe I do that. Maybe I have a live, we unpack the bag and see what it is McLaren gave me while I was there. So big shout out to you, I'ma go ahead. Get straight, get comfortable. Give me some grapes, give me some water. Go ahead and put the link up for Fanata Lab tomorrow. And I'm going to see you all tomorrow, all right? So y'all stay safe, stay loved, listen, or give somebody your shoulder. And see y'all later. Wolfpack out. Peace.